to another episode of CP Influence, which is part of the Radio Faces the Imperfect podcast. This is where I interview my interesting friends and share them with you and the world. I hope you enjoy. Five dollar your way, I rule this day. Nuggets, fries, drink bars, just been raised. Ed Whopper Jr. is something new. A barbecue bacon junior just for you. Joining me for another episode of CP Finds a Friend. And today I got a verified friend, a friend that has a blue check mark, making this podcast <laughs> a little bit more official. You know what I mean? CJ Green. What's, What's going up, on, man? man? What's up, bro? How you feeling today, man? I am feeling good on this Saturday. You know, the Hawks play tonight. I'm not gonna be there. I got a DJ, but still, it's a good Saturday, man. How about you? Yeah, man. You're having a great time, bro. I just uh I actually just got to Tampa today about a couple hours ago, man. So I'm just enjoying the 80 degree weather outside, getting ready for the Super Bowl party tomorrow. Man, it must be nice, man. As much as you move around and travel, I'm a low key jealous. Thank you, man. I mean <laughs> But man, no so, Yeah. Look, man, I appreciate your time because again, I know you're busy. So Oh, of course, you know, man. Giving me a little bit of your time and your busy day means a lot. Yeah, man. We've been rocking for a long time, man. It's been like, I know. I know. like seven years now. It, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, You know, I start doing this because I got a lot of awesome friends, I like to say. You know, I yeah. got a lot of friends that do a lot of cool things. So I like to share them with people to my other friends. You know what I'm saying? No, that's awesome. And, um, you know, we met through the Hawks, doing the six-man. Yeah. Shout out to the six man. Let's go Hawks! Right. For those who don't know, six man section is uh one twenty two. I want to game. You know, have fans cheering for them because a lot of times. Opposing team fans would outnumber Hawks fans. It was man, dark time. Terrible. That was horrible back <laughs> in the day, man. I remember we used to be be drunk at some of the games, like Dion, and as we would get into it with the other fans, like the, especially the Bulls fans, man. They always wanted to talk. I don't know why. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh man, it was a struggle. But now, you know, we kind of turn. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, we're we're on the up and up now. Yo, can, can you hear me, bro? Yeah. Okay, it cut out for a second. What was the last question? I said, yeah, if it wasn't for LeBron, we might have won a championship. 
Oh man, he destroyed us. He he went to feast on us. He treated us like Thanksgiving, man. It was crazy. We definitely gonna talk that, more about that. Yeah. So he's gotta do things with the wife, but him and Adna's actually gonna come on and we're gonna talk a lot of Okay. Hawks. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, no, that's fun. Those some of the best memories of my life are at the Hawks games, man. I love it. But right after uh it's name. Awesome because I could make music or sing. I can't do either. Yeah. You're doing it all. Man, <laughs> don't say that, bro. You can do it, man. Put your mind to it. It's hard and when hard words that rhyme and yeah. I think it takes a skill. <laughs> and you got nah, it. definitely. Definitely, bro. Thank you, man. Um, no, so man. I, I I started out um basically when I moved back to Atlanta when I was eighteen. I just started out really got into it um writing for a lot of artists and like all genres. So I think that's really where I developed like the songwriting capabilities, just like taking from aspects of every every genre and styles of music from artists, and you know just um trying to mold it into one. Right. Let me ask you this first. So okay. when I first started this podcast like a month ago. And I saw like my artwork, my name, and all that stuff on Spotify and Apple and all that. I know for me, I was like through the roof. I was like, man, wow, this is like official, yeah. you know, because I'm used to seeing famous people and all that stuff. But you know, I saw me on there and it felt amazing. So for you, who has a clearly a much bigger following, how was it the first time you saw like your song, your album, you know, your your artwork, all that stuff, like on one on all these platforms. Man, it's it's a dope feeling, bro. But I'm honestly, this is a bad habit. But I'm just, a, I'm, I'm, my mentality is though. I just always feel like it needs to be better. Like, so I'm, I'm never really satisfied. Like, just recently in the past year, I, I, I learned to like celebrate small, like even small achievements and stuff like that. Just taking time to really appreciate it, because I, I feel like the music industry is so competitive, man. Um, you're really just trying to outdo everyone and it's it's stupid it shouldn't be like that but it's just kind of you get stuck in that that competitive mindset right you hear so much about how the industry can like change people or people try to steal money folks trying to get over on you just all that kind of stuff that you right. got to deal with when you got most people that just want to make music and don't want right. to deal with all the politics Oh yeah, it's a it's a bunch of uh, evil vampire leeches in the music industry that pretend that they're gonna help you and sell you a dream, and they a lot of them, especially in Atlanta, are scammers, man. So that's why, like, I don't, I, I think you know that I, I started like the branch of the PR company. Um, so basically, I get to I, I've been scammed before, so I know that I can help people and actually give them the tools. These up and coming artists, you know, and like actually help them in a real way. And I know I'll never do anybody wrong because I operate off of love and respect. So it's just that's that's honestly my favorite thing I do now because I get to like really help artists. Right, because I mean I gotta believe, you know, everybody has dreams of wanting to be an NBA star, yeah. right? Everyone to do, you know football be some sports star 
But, you know, realistically, how many people can do that? But anybody can, you know, get in the booth and make a song and rap. That's something anybody can do, like you say, if they put their mind to it. So that's why you got a lot of people trying to go that route and, um, you know, get in the industry. But it's, it's, it's hard to get in. It's easy to make music, but it's hard to get in and get noticed. Oh, extremely hard, man. It's just so oversaturated because kind of what you say, you know, everyone's trying to do it. It ain't for everybody, man, especially since it's like, man, I mean, it's basically just like starting your own business. You're your own LLC. You're your own brand and company. You know, you got to put money in and invest in yourself for years before you're going to start to see returns. And people, a lot of people think it's just one of those get rich quick overnight thing. That is absolutely not true. It couldn't be. I would recommend any other business if you're trying to make quick money. I agree. I I agree because, you know, obviously I go by what I see on TV or some of my friends that have been in the business, too. And it's more to it than like, all right, I'm going to make a good song. And then the people like it and it streams hundreds or, you know, millions or whatever the number is. And you think, all right, well, I'm going to get a million bucks because my song streamed 10 million times. But when reality, it's like like seven different pieces, seven different hands got to get their hand on that that money first before you yeah. get to the artist. Man, I mean, like, and even even independently, so like releasing stuff where I get a hundred percent or breakdown of the producers later or whatever. But you know how do you know how much Spotify pays out per million uh, streams? Isn't it like eleven dollars or something, something crazy like that? No, no, it's way more than that. It's like oh, three thousand for every 3, million. But it should be way more than that, man. I mean, they're, you know, that should be, it's just crazy, man. Especially since people don't really sell CDs anymore. Everything's digital. And they're just like, I don't know. All these platforms yeah. just take advantage of the artists. Right. That's that's what I feel. I, I yeah. feel like so many people, they, they make good music, right? And people love them and adore them. Yeah. But whether it's a manager, whether it's like you say, Spotify, the streaming service, whoever, like they get way back, they get more than the actual people making the music, doing all the work, Man. grinding, and you know, doing all of this, and they're just sitting there putting their name on it, signing it, and getting more percentage. And I think that sucks, yeah, because it's not about them. But I understand, you know, they all have a part in helping someone be successful, but. I just think there needs to be some kind of better yeah. breakdown. You know what I mean? Yeah, and really what it comes down to, man, is like a lot of these artists that complain, they they let like their mom or their auntie be the lawyer. So, you know, their their lawyer and manager. Like you really just gotta make sure when these when these big labels or whatever come in front of you that you look over the paperwork, take your time with it and make sure because I mean, they can complain all they want. A lot of the deals are terrible, but they signed it and they agreed to it. So can you really blame them or should you really blame yourself? Right. I mean, TLC went on stage with a Grammy in their hand and basically complained about how they're broke. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's TLC. And I feel feel bad for them, but they signed the contract, man. That's that's how they get you. They They get a lot of people who are hurting for money or you know, right. obviously got these big dreams. They say, hey, we're going to give you X amount of dollars. And that's all, you know, that's all you see. Not knowing, like, you got to give that money back. Right. You got to give most of that money back. And and if you don't make that up, then they're going to be like, hey, everything you do from now on goes to us till you pay it back. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So, and these big companies do not care about you. They don't care who you are. Oh, so if they don't care about, <laughs> if they don't really care about a famous artist that's, artist that's sold millions, they're definitely not going to care about a startup person. Right. And that's no offense to them, but that's just how business is. And I've learned that myself in life, yeah. how businesses work. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think a big part of the music industry is just learning to to um, separate the business from the friends and never taking it personal, you know? Because I used to take stuff like that personal, but it, it took me a while to learn. Like, you know, even though they, you, you're hanging out with these people, smiling, shaking hands or whatever, drinking, they, they're really, like, a lot of them are here to take advantage of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's That's unfortunately how it is. We just live in that kind of world where it's all about, the bottom dollar or all it's yeah. all about money more so than actual trust and friendship but right you've been able to break through though so thank you man where where did this love for music come from oh man i've i've loved music so i've i've been like making songs you know probably since i was like 12 or 13 man talk in the middle school back in the day <laughs> our group <laughs> shout out to cnl but um, man, I just I just always love music. I've always had an ear for it. My dad was like really into jazz and always really got me into that. So jazz is really my favorite type of music, and I try to incorporate that in what I do. Um, but man, it's just it's a it's really just the art of self expression. Like, and I feel like everything is motivation. You know, when you go out into nature, bro, it's just like God put so many things out here for us. That's beautiful, bro. So. Like, I don't get those artists that, like, get writer's block and they can only make one hit and they they run out of ideas. It's, it's motivation right. all around you. Right. Yeah, like, my brother was, uh, he had, like, a little, he, he has a group, and they had, like, a big song that came out in 2010. He was part of um, Charlie Boy Gang. I don't know if you heard of them. They had this famous okay. song, Beef It Up. Okay. And um, <clears throat> it's my real little brother, not, like, my partner now this is my yeah mom's last son hey that's crazy <laughs> and um yeah that's my little brother and you know i know how much he works and how much he grind and you know they they got it kind of got screwed over by a few people and it just sucks that what made me realize like seeing from afar what my brother went through mm-hmm. in, in like the business you know yeah. it's just like sucks man it's because he works so hard and they just so happened to have a song that made it to like 106 in Park, I think, at one point. Right? Dang, that's dope. I used to love that show. Yeah, like yeah. they don't even do that that stuff anymore. But you know, they got like that high, and then the pressures to stay that high. You know, that shit's hard. Like, yeah, it's. I don't think people understand how hard it is to break through yeah. and then get to the top with like a popular mainstream song, and then to stay there. Because there's so many one hit wonders. Man, so many. And it's like it's and even if you just go away for a couple months with like how, how much people are on social media and how much competition it is, like if you don't stay on it, really stay on them posting. You still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that Tampa Wi Fi down there, that's all. Oh, that's what dang man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're at Will's house, man. I'm I'm standing back by the pool. Oh, so but, I, but no, you're right. Like we don't have one of sits apart. We don't have the M- MTV countdown. Yeah. Now, if you want that, it's TikTok. Let's be real. If if you put out like a banging TikTok song, and it's not even like you're trying to do it, 
But if TikTok gets like a whole of a song you make mm-hmm. and you get these 16, 17 year olds doing it and these uh, famous TikTok talkers or whatever they're called. Yeah. You know, you you get blown up. There's songs that's been out since like the 80s getting blown up. Man, back. man, that's actually one of the um, types of campaigns we do with my PR company. We work with a lot of influencers, and when people want to push a record, a lot of times if they have like a dance type vibe to it, they'll um, go the TikTok route, and it really trickles down to like all these kids that just want to make dances to it or post it with the sounds, and it, it helps a lot of artists blow up. Right, right. I mean, I know when you're when you're an artist. I'm sure you don't want to step in the booth and think, how can I make a song that young kids dance to? Like, that's right. not what you want to do. At all. Like, for a lot of people. <laughs> but the way social media is and how things have evolved, like, that's a, that's another route to do it. Yeah. And the no, quickest definitely. way. You know what I'm saying? It's the quickest way. Yeah. Because it gets streamed, like hundreds of millions of times like it's crazy how quick things can catch fire on tiktok definitely compared to how it used to be where you know you you go and look on mtv and like i said one of sister park and all that stuff and that's how you kind of you know got your views but streaming the streaming part of it has kind of taken over how we go with music and movies and tv now yeah, and it's man. hard to really say, you know, this is how much this artist is worth or whatnot, because it's all streaming. Yeah, it's crazy, man. People people get take so much value off of views or followers. It's, it's really backwards to me. I mean, I, yeah, I got to be a part of it, but it's, it's crazy, man, you know? Because some, yeah. some of those biggest people with all the followers, all the likes and everything, they're some of the most unhappy people you'll ever meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Like, I know I know someone that's in. I know a few people that's kind of in like the acting thing. Yeah. Right. And you know they they've told me so many times. Like, be honest, social media is a front. Like, it's yeah. so much stress. Like I'm dealing with. It's like people are just assholes. You know, and it's just like you get taken. Like you say, you get taken advantage of. Yeah. But you know, on social media, you got to put out you know, sunshine and flowers, like, everything's right. great. Yeah, like, it's perfect, carefree life. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I never thought we'll grow up, grow up in a world where, you know, everything's based off of what you put online, you know what I mean? But man. that's kind of where we are. It's sad. But... But you gotta adapt before, or get left behind. Exactly. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine what life is gonna be like in 50 years when we evolve past this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll be way too old to care or dead, but yeah, it's interesting to think about. But before we'll be, all that, we'll be hanging out with aliens, though, so that'll be fun. I hope so. I hope, yeah, I, I love to do that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> before all of that, where, <clears throat> when did you like? What age did you, did you start? And when did you think that you know what? I'm actually good at this. Oh man, I've known I was good at it. It's just. I just feel like a lot of the music that blows up uh, nowadays, it's not good. So it's like, is that even a standard? You know, like, it, it, does being good even matter anymore? And sometimes it does. Real, I feel like real music starting to make a comeback. Um, but I mean, yeah, I've, I've always had the confidence, man. I think more of the part I get down about is 
do people care? You know, I've never, I've never thought that I wasn't good. I just, I just, I guess it's just, do people give a fuck if I'm good or not? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part is getting people to care. Right. I mean, to a very lower extent, like with this podcast, like I don't necessarily care how many views I get or whatnot. Like I'm not doing it for money. Yeah. But I do hope that I'm not wasting people's time. Oh no. And that's like my main thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so what you're doing is awesome, I man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I just, you know, I don't care how many views I get. I just want to make sure when people like click on it, they like get something out of it or at least don't feel like man, it's just boring. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's why I try to um if it is boring, it's my fault, man. You can just blame me for that. No, nah, man, I've been getting people that I didn't even think you know, listen to it. Like I knew the first one I did was going to get a lot of buzz. Cause, cause it's the first one. And I had my buddy who I work with on. So I was like, well, all the kids from my, from our job will listen to it. And that's going to bump it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then once I start having other people on, then it's, that's when you truly know, like, are people actually listening? And I've been surprised. Like I've had, constant people listen to it and people hit me up like hey man you did a good job and in my mind like i'm like you i'm never satisfied i'm like i'm glad you liked it and but but to myself i'm like man but i could have did so much better right i messed up here 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 always i stumbled i stumbled on these words you know i i hate the way i sound it's just so much like i'm the hardest i'm the i'm so hard on myself to be perfect but that's but why the I funny thing it. is they probably don't even notice that the things that you obsess over that you think oh i messed up they probably don't even notice right yeah. and 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 i gotta imagine when you're doing a song or making a song you're like man i probably could have said something different but everybody's still like yo this is dope <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah right well um, i think the with songs man it'd be like the mix sometimes because a mix can make a song sound like a hundred different ways depending on what you do with it so i always think about what if we did something different with that that's like the main thing i think of but people don't really hear it like that or i'll be like this part of the song's compressed the snare's too loud like it was the backgrounds were a little the ad-libs were a little loud and nobody else hears that except us so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i i get it i i get it you you know what you want it to sound like. And when it doesn't sound like that, it's just like, no, this is terrible. But right. someone who has no idea hearing it for the first time, they're like, yo, son, this is fire, son. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I, I get that. Um, <laughs> influences. Who were, did you have any influences? Man. Who you looked up to? Like artists or what? Uh, anybody. Artists. Okay. People you knew. Man, so, I mean, right now I have a, a really good mentorship team around me, bro. Um, shout out Mike Coates. I mean, Boski, who I do the podcast with. My people, Chris, DR, we just have a good team. Phoenix um, is working with me. He, he used to work with Universal, and he's kind of, like, doing his own label now. And I'm, like, one of the artists working with him on that. So I'm, like, just trying to learn from all the people that have tried, tested, proven. Um, I've gotten pretty close with Westside Boogie, who's one of my favorite artists, and he's kind of, like, done a mentorship role for me. So that's been hard. And um, there's just so many things you could pick up from these people, you know? And I feel yeah. like I just try to align myself um, with people that have the same values as me, you know? Because I'm not the type of artist that's going to be in the club every night, like, going crazy and all this and flexing and throwing money. Like, I really hate that shit. So, yeah, I feel you like know? That's a, 
feel like that's a 2004, 2006 kind of thing, like going yeah. to the clubs, throwing, flexing money. Man, like, I don't nah, think you, they still do I don't think you do that, that no more. Yeah. I know they do, oh, okay. but now it's at the point like you don't really need to do that anymore. Right, it kind of looks goofy, right? It's not cool anymore. Yeah. Thank you. No, nah, inflation's too high for all that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> right, we trying to get our Look. tax returns. <laughs> Look, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, even mega rich people are like, nah, I ain't just going to blow money no more. Shit too high to be uh, yeah. just throwing away thousands and thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even hear about James Harden being in the club like that no more. Man, <laughs> like, you nah. know that. Yeah, James Harden's like, nah. <laughs> um, so you work with all these cool people. I know you got a song with uh, the game, right? Yeah. Is there anybody like you want to work with or like have like a dream artist or artist? Man, I have a that bunch. you want to work with? Bro, J. Cole would be amazing. That's like my favorite artist. Kendrick. Underrated. The fact that uh, J. Cole's not on his top. 10 of the uh, list they put out. He wasn't? I don't think he was. Damn. See, I, I got to pull it up. Everyone's top 10s be so different, man. I just don't even. I mean, it's just people's opinion, bro. You know? Of course. But it's it's crazy, man. J. Cole, he's one of the best artists ever. So, yeah. yeah matter of fact, it's a I'm, lot of I'm, artists. I'm going to put out the. I think it's Billboard that put it out. And yeah. you just tell me whether you. Agree or disagree with it, okay. and I'm sure, like you said, everybody has their own opinion. Um, number one was Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar, Nas, Tupac, oh, okay. yeah, Nas Eminem, yeah. Uh, Notorious B.I.G., okay. Lil Wayne, Drake, Snoop, and Nicki. I mean, that's still a now, pretty good list, man. That's a lot of great people. No, it's not. Yeah, right. It's not like it's bad. Yeah, like, I love Nas them. too. I love Nas. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nas is awesome. Right. I think, you know, most people consider what what is it uh, Tupac, Biggie, and Nas usually? Yeah. So obviously none of those rappers whether they're your top ten or not are bad. Right. But I think there was a lot of controversy with Nicki Minaj. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think Nicki Minaj should be in there, but she's very good. Oh, absolutely. Well, she they put a tent though, so I mean they kind of just tried to squeeze somebody in there. They're trying to fit the female, get the female <laughs> artist in. She's fired though. She's probably the hardest female. Well, the, the not the hardest, like more mainstream female rapper. I don't know if right. you listen to Rhapsody, but when it comes to straight bars, she's tough. And um, yeah, she is. What's that Hispanic girl that's so fine? What's her name? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Snow the um, Pro- Snow the product. She's tough. Yeah. Yeah. They um they had J Cole at 15. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they had. I mean, he's uh, still got plenty of time in his career, though. He's gonna be up, yeah, but I mean, he's already solidified himself. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they had um, Kanye at eleven, Andre three thousand at twelve. Man, I love Ray Kanye Ken, West. Ray Ken, LL, LL Cool J, J Cole, Scarface, Fifty Cent, Ice Cube, Missy, and Big Daddy Kane. What about Wale? They, he, he's not on there. I love. Wale. I'm just looking at. Wale, I don't like Wale. I don't. I don't you think don't he's like on the, there because uh, no, I, I like Wale. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's on the top fifty because they had Rick Ross at fifty. Damn. So Rick Ross dope. They don't even have Ja Rule up there. He had a problem with that. That's crazy. Well, Which, I mean, honestly, it's just so many great people over the years. It's like I feel like they probably would put them up there, but they weren't thinking about them when they made the list. They might slip their mind. Because when I, I answer these, like, who are my favorite artists or, like, who influenced me the most, it's like, I could probably give you a different answer every time because it's so many. Right. And, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of an era's kind of 
kind of thing. Like, yeah. kind of with basketball. You got all your fans now. Like, LeBron's the greatest. Yeah. Right? But why can't they both be up, the greatest? I just right. thought, why do people always have to be one or the other? You know? Yeah. You know, well, you know how it is. <laughs> I know. People like it. You time. know how that go. And, and with sports more than anything, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, MJ's the greatest, let's be real. But, yeah, it's I not, mean, <laughs> in the. I, because of the finals record, I think he definitely has the edge. But, I mean, it's just like, even on the night when he broke the all-time scoring record, people, a bunch of people still in the comments like, he's not the best, though. Jordan's still the GOAT. And, like, Dave Chappelle, I love Dave Chappelle. He's my favorite comedian. But he even made, like, a shady video to LeBron, like, the congratulations to the oh the, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. But congratulations to you, too, LeBron, on breaking scoring record. Like, <laughs> that's you, come on, man. Why can't we just appreciate everyone's greatness? Yeah, well... Because someone's got to be better. That's why I get it. We, no, I get every, it. Everybody, everybody can't be great. Everybody can be great, but there can only be one greatest. That's why. Yeah. And you know, they're polarizing figures. MJ. The My shoes. vote's for Jordan. I love Kevin Durant for current players. Yeah. Well, if he could not be hurt and play some defense, he would be right. out there. But well, I'm a Texas fan, so I'm biased. Longhorns. Oh well. Yeah. Man. They're coming <laughs> to the SEC. Get their ass whooped. We can't oh, out. <laughs> oh man, you think so? Uh, I know so. Our basketball team is fire. Yeah, we talk about football though. In the South, it's all about football. <laughs> I know, we I know you're talking about football. We might get our <laughs> we might get our ass beat in football. That's why I tried to switch it to basketball. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, this music thing. How far do you want to go with it? Like, what's your end game if you have one? Man, just to put myself in positions to speak to people and really, like, change the way they see life and, like, their mentality and just inspire people, bro. Honestly, I mean, I'm going to do music forever because I just love it. So even if people stop listening to me completely, I'll still put out projects. I'll still make it, at least, for myself, um, just as a form of self-expression. Because, I mean, that's everyone needs some sort, sort of uh, form or another of self-expression just for your mental health nowadays. So... But, I mean, I'll go as far as I can, man. I mean, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. And you shouldn't. I mean, I'm going to keep putting out these uh, podcasts yeah. until I decide to stop or I run out of friends. Or until you <laughs> get aliens as your guest. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to yeah. keep putting them out, whether people like it or not. Yeah. They're going to just have to un- unsubscribe. So. Right. I still don't think my parents have listened to an episode yet. Wow. But, you, better, uh, I think you better make them. I think that's more of a uh, there being them being old issue more so okay. than they don't want. Like how to. do we work Spotify? <laughs> yeah, I don't think my I'm quite sure my dad doesn't know what Apple Music is. Yeah. <laughs> like um, I'm almost sure he's not even sure what an Apple phone is. I don't know. That's crazy. But, it's like how does music come out of this Apple? Yeah, yeah. I don't he he's not that dumb, but no, I'm just he's definitely old. I didn't mean he's to definitely do, old. I didn't mean to do that. No, no, no. Look. <laughs> Look, he, he it's not far fetched to say he won't say that. Um, um, a couple more interesting because that's okay. that's why you're here, man. The music, it's the blue check mark. See, here's Jeez. the thing. On on Instagram, <laughs> you got like on Twitter, you can go on Twitter and spend like eight bucks or whatever and get the blue check mark. On Instagram, oh yeah, you got Elon Musk made it happen, huh? Yeah, on yeah. on Instagram though, you gotta be legit. Yeah. Yeah, and man. you you Thank legit. You. When I Thank go down you, the friends list, I see I see you, I see Big Tigger, I see the dude I uh 
Train gave Twitter a lesson to for the Falcons. Yeah. Zacchaeus. Yeah. That's all right. Um, you oh, know, he's I nice. got a few. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get him on one day. I'm gonna shoot him the text and say, Hey man, let's talk some football on my right. podcast. <laughs> Hopefully hey, he gets man, resigned. He might do it. Yeah, yeah, man, he's a cool dude. I know right. uh, a lot of people think something won't happen and they don't try, but <clears throat> closed mouths don't get fed. And that's oh, man, dude. Yeah. I've had, I've probably had been on my podcast and I had to ask other people, but that's I always awesome. throw it out there. Like with you, I say, hey, man, if you ever want to do it, let me know. You know, I'm not yeah. going to force nobody to do it or, you right. know, but I just throw it out there. And if people want to do it, they want to do it. I just think podcasting is cool. I mean, it's the way of life almost. See, right. We're older now. Yeah. So we go from listening to music in the car all the time to like listening to murder shows and podcasts. I said, yeah, those, those murder <laughs> shows are crazy. That's what I'm saying. So this, <laughs> once you cross that 30 threshold, you're, you're into to documentaries. Oh, you're I love documentaries. Man. Like this, that's where your life starts to trend, yeah. not listening to music on your way to work. So, yeah. So that's why I'm here, man. I'm just trying to put some more uh, fodder in the podcast world. Okay. Um. Yeah, I love it, man. All right. So I know I, I kind of pre-asked you about this, and you, you're an open book, which I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So being... Write a new page every day. Hey, hey me too, man. Um, Being a white guy in a... Wait, I'm white? That's that's what some people might say. Oh shit! I, don't, I, th- I thought I was just really light skinned I I I see no color. I see no color, <laughs> no. see no color personally. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. Being a, I mean, hell, a, even a light skinned brother. <laughs> you be light skinned brother or <laughs> nah. white guy in the rap? No, I don't. Want, I don't want to clap back from that. I'm white. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no. I'm just saying. Even light skinned yeah. dudes, man. They, <laughs> being in an industry that's predominantly black started by blacks or whatnot yeah do you have you or do you encounter any like pushback or any hate any of that kind of stuff yeah i mean some people some people definitely hate you just because you're a white rapper i mean that happens to me all the time but i mean i'd say like the vast majority is always love and respect because i mean like i I try to treat people genuinely you know i treat people how i want to be treated I never go into any situation with any uh, hate in my heart. I try not to, but um, yeah, man, definitely sometimes. But I mean, it's honestly, sad. I don't, I don't care about <laughs> shit like that, man. Honestly, if, if you if you hate me just because of that, or like if you hate someone for any reason like that, someone you don't even know, like obviously the problem's within yourself, and it's not anything about me. And and you know the reasons why. It's just like when Eminem yeah. came came through, right? Yeah, it's he's stealing from the culture. He's being something he's not, you know. And then you got these purists, usually older dudes, right, that feel like hip hop or R and B or whatever, you know, it's a black culture thing. Yeah, right. And they don't feel like anybody else should do it. Now, we live in a world where we're more open minded than anything. Yeah. But I think if you have people, whether they're white, black, Hispanic, whoever. And they want to do that. I don't. I don't look at it as they're stealing from the culture. It's appreciating it. It's growing right. it, giving yeah. people different avenues. Because if you just, you know, say rap music only for black people, you're cutting off so many more yeah. potential people that could like it. Yeah. You know, 
No, yeah, no, for definitely, bro. Because, I mean, it's it's so many different people that love every different type of music, you know? You don't want to, like, limit your uh, demographics like that. Don't t- In marketing, that's the number one thing you should never do. So, you know, but, I mean, I don't really, like like you said, bro, I think it's a, an appreciation type thing, you know? If you're good at something, you should do it. Because, I mean, like I, like I said before, I wrote for, like, plenty of other genres, too. This is just the one I, I love the most, and it speaks to me as passionate. But I feel like, honestly, I get the most love from the older black dudes, man, really, like, a lot, you know? It's like, I'll always respect and love. That's what's up. Um, Any beef? You got any beef with anybody? Nah, man, I stay away from all that. I can't. Well, only, be- only beef is on the stove for my kids, man. That's it. That's what's up, man. You know, controversy sells, so... Oh, yeah. If 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 you go out and just go at somebody's throat real quick, somebody famous, or somebody yeah. that might respond to you, like Trippy Red, or one of them hothead younger dudes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then they be like, oh, man. You know. Oh, you, you know who I did get into in the comments with one time? And everyone was on my side, though. That uh, The fake little Dirk dude. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we were going back because I mean, he didn't he get? Like a, huh? Was was like, didn't he get set up by um, what's his name? Six nine. Like, I have no idea, man. These guys. He, are, he, so he got set up, and they like made fun of him in a video or something like that. Yeah, the fake little Dirk dude. Because six nine's got beef with Dirk and Bond for whatever reasons. Yeah. But dang, what are y'all getting getting to it about? Man, I mean, basically, it was just, like, a post about him. Like, someone said, he was, like, saying, um, self-made everything. Like, um, you know, I did this, like, in, like, flexing and shit. I'm, like, I basically say in the comments, like, man, your whole career is based off of impersonating another grown man. Like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. Yeah. I mean, bro, I just can't. Some things, I try to bite my tongue most of the time. But some things, like, bro, what? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean. Yeah. No shade, but look at Kim Kardashian. She only reason why we know about her is because of a sex tape, and then she ended up getting with all these high profile people, and they made a show about her at some yeah. point and her family. Hey, their I show's mean, amazing though. I gotta give it its credit. I love their show. It, it, it's entertaining. <laughs> if yeah, but I'm saying like, what skills did she have? To right, get so famous. No, for real. Just, I mean, you're right. <laughs> Ray J. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, nobody. Even it's knew, so funny like, to me still that it was Ray J. Like after all these years. Well, <laughs> people don't understand, man. Ray J to a lot of folks was a cornball back in the day. Right. Right. But now, but now he's like this serious gangster, almost like man. Talk about know, rebranding yourself, man. Oh, what? <laughs> man, RJ was on Moesha. And making singing like yeah. now he's like tough. Yeah, power to him, but still though. <laughs> no, I, I like him, man. He seems cool. He seems like a cool dude. Yeah. I mean, Brandy, his sister, so you know, right? It don't get cooler than that. But no, um, yeah, to folks, yeah, he, you, you ain't wrong. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah. can he rap? Because what can he do? Right, he just, he just looks to look like, like somebody. <laughs> Right, and then the fake so, DJ Khaled and the fake Drake too. It's like I mean yeah. I'm not mad at them making money. It's just I just thought it was crazy. He was talking about like self made everything or whatever. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> Come on, somebody just so happened to see you. And you look like a little dirt. Hey man, you got to get it how you live. Um, yeah. So you said the only beef you guys on the stove for your kids. That was a great answer, think- right? 
is a great answer. But <laughs> I don't know if many people know you're a family man. I've seen you bring your your family to the games and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, man, my kids, both, uh, well, my new baby that just had, so I have three kids now. I have my son, six, my daughter, uh, Hayden, my daughter, Callie, is three, and my newest daughter, Kaylani, is two months old, about to be three months old. Man, wait, look, why are y'all folks in the industry have, like, five kids, man? Man, I'm just trying to catch up with Nick Cannon, bro. Everything's (laughs) a competition. Come on, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) You got that family tree, man. Nick Cannon's got a family tree, and it started off with Mariah Carey. He is a family. How, he is a family forest, <laughs> dude. Like, how many people could put Mariah like at the top? You know it's, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. Jesus. And you know what the best part about Nick Cannon is that well, they did this thing where they stretched out like all of his kids and who they're by. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it started from Mariah Carey, and they had like normal names. Then, then it'll be like girl number three, kid number. It'll be like kid what? number three with this girl. That's disrespectful. And then, then it'll they have their name. I, I don't have the name in front of me, <laughs> but they they have all their names. And it was like kid number three is by this girl, and then they'll have a second kid, but it was like kid number eight. So in between kid number three, oh, he and went kid back number to eight. Her. That's crazy. He he did that like two or three times with two or three different like wow. with two or three different girls. It's like this girl had baby number three and number eight. This kid, Man. this one had baby number 10 and number 12. I'm like, bruh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like Bruno Fernando with the Hawks, man. Yeah, going back and forth. <laughs> we just got him back. Jeez, like. We did just get him back, right? We did. Okay, that's cool. Um, and Sadiq Bay. Maybe. Um, do you want or... Would you be open to, like, if any of your kids got into the music industry? Oh, yeah, man. I'm cool. I support it. Um, I have a bunch of f- producer friends that always, and music people that always come over and stuff like that. So my son, like, he already, like, messes around making beats on their, on their beat pads and everything and, like, the piano. I, got, I had, like, a drum set in my, in my house that like, my daughter would always play on. So they like it. Um, I think I want my kids to do whatever they want to do, whatever makes them happy. I could never be like that parent that tries to force you into doing something, you know? Yeah. I mean, kids, you know, like I want my kid to know how to swim well. Right. He's not He's not a swimmer <laughs> like that. He likes the water. Yeah. He's not a swimmer. <laughs> oh, no. And it'd, and it'd be like that. Charles Barkley was talking about how he wanted his daughter to play basketball so bad. Yeah. And then he tried to get her to do it. And then when she got like 16, she just like, I don't like She's basketball. Quit. I don't like sports. <laughs> She's Damn. like, I don't like sports. Hurt Damn. his heart, but he understood. So, you know, just because your parents might be great at something don't mean that the kids uh, necessarily want to do the same thing. Because sometimes it can be a pressure to amount yeah. to what their parents did, right? Yeah. So That but, probably um, pushes them away from it a lot of times. Right. No. Right. Because you're going to get compared, and it's unfair. Right. Yeah. But um you also got a podcast and we're gonna get ready, we're gonna bring your buddy in so you can nudge and tell him about soon link to get him in here. Okay. But you got a podcast. Um, yeah, hold on. Let me let me, <laughs> let me real quick. We do have a podcast though. It's 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 fun. It's not as much fun as I'm having right now though, Cordell. This is a blast. 
Hey man, I appreciate it. We can gonna have a little mini uh Give me one crossover second. We're episode. We're gonna step in the studio room right here. here. Hey, oh, he's give your phone. <laughs> Look, this is music right here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, here, tap in on it. Giving an inside like perspective, inside look of what happens. How long do you usually uh have a studio session? Man, bro, it could be it could be um any amount of time. Typically for me, if I like I can knock out a song in like 30, 45 minutes. Um some sessions for people be taking like days and they can't even do a song. So it, it just differs. But honestly, what I like doing now since we travel so much is I like getting um the mobile engineer producers. We go out somewhere crazy like the mountains, like in Colorado, and we'll try to knock out like a whole eight song project in a weekend just at some crazy place with a view of the mountains. So that's how I've transitioned into being a little bit more bougie. <laughs> peace, peace. What's, what's, what's up, what's the world of thrill? Peace, what's going on, man? What's going on? We were just talking about, well, we've been talking about the music industry. It's uh, ups and downs and all that, but we also just talked about y'all's podcast. What's the name of y'all podcast for everybody who doesn't know? The Positive Podcast. Yes, sir. What yeah. is what is the positive podcast about? I assume positivity. It's no, it's very negative. <laughs> no. I feel I feel I feel like it's um I feel like we give light to people that um put so much work into what they do and they 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 reap the benefits after they put that work in. Then we have people that have left big paying jobs and walked across the country, man. Yeah. Shout out to right. Isaiah. Yeah. Hey, look, I had a guy that worked with me. He was a young kid, about to graduate from high school. He told me, he was like, yo, I'm about to graduate, and <clears throat> I want to travel the world before it's too late. Right. And I was like, cool. So he get, he put in his two weeks, and my man done lived in, in Mexico. He done lived in Argentina. My man done traveled, like, three different continents. Yeah, he's my type of life. guy. He on a different level, bro. He yeah. on hold up. He's like, man, I've lived in barns. I've lived in shelters. That's somebody just, you want on your team. He limitless. No fear. Yeah. No, man, he has no fear. Like I think he's in Argentina right now. He comes back randomly to see like his mom and his sister and his brother. But I was like, damn, at eighteen, just like, no, I'm gonna go see the world before it's too late. Yeah, you need to go with man. them on one of those trips, man. Man, look. He's got the job where he can work from home and do it. I got the job where I need to be there. So right. ain't that easy. You got to tell him you're sick for a week. <laughs> so how long y'all been doing this podcast? Man, about, um, about a year and some chat, about a year and a couple months, huh? Yeah, we started filming a while ago, man. We we're we're just about to release the full season in um in about a month in March. So we just have been traveling to a bunch of different places and like filming in crazy locations, like in the desert. And we'll remember when we uh, did that snow hike in Seattle recently. Yeah, man. They and said, so- man, they, man, hey, man, look here. It's some some of your best friends set you up sometimes. <laughs> you had a great, it's great memories, man. You had fun. But it was so- a fear of mine, man, and and I overcame it, and I felt like. I don't know. It was like it, it was like I was stressed out about it, but when I got off the hike, I felt like I had lost anything that had been stressing me out. It was gone. It was like it was great for me. Right. The right. power of overcoming. So I kind of feel so, that's what the podcast is about too, man, because 
Hell, I'm from Louisiana. I ain't never did none of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, I started, like I told CJ, I, I started this thing because I got awesome friends. And I feel like I just want to talk to them all and share them with the world. And you never know, you, you know, when I, like, last week I talked about depression, you never know who listened to it and, like, you know, shit, I go through the same thing. Right. You know, and they can relate and maybe, you know, they hook up and they talk. You know, so my whole goal was just to share all my amazing friends that I feel like I have to everybody else. And you can hear about their experiences and sometimes know that, you know, there's people that go through the same shit that I go through. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's You, you know, know, me and CJ was talking about this earlier. I didn't mean to cut you off either. No, you um, we was talking about this earlier. And I, you can't, we can't say this comes with age because I think this should come with common sense. I feel like sometimes we will hang around people because they're our drinking friends. They're our friends that we have fun with. But when, to me, those are associates, you know, um, I feel like, I feel like when you, when you have people around you, that's always positive, no matter what, even if they down, they up and you can lift them up. I think that's your tribe, man. So I think, I think it's good. Like it's some, we all have, we all get depressed, but when you feel down about it, that's when you should be able to have somebody to call. I take pride in being that person that'll stay on the phone, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you need those people close to you. I tell, because I work with kids, like teenagers, right? Um, and I tell them all the time, you know, when you're in high school, you got a million and one friends, especially now with how big social media is. Right. right? You yeah. got a million and one friends. But as soon as you graduate, your your friend circle is just going to get smaller and smaller. The older you get, it decreases. It, it yeah, decreases. Man. And you only have a circle of friends, whether that's two, three, four, five, or whatever the number is that you truly can depend on, yeah. you're truly comfortable around. Yeah. Because when your circle's like big and open, man, that just opens yourself up to so many problems. So many different spirits too, man. Yeah. yeah. Like I consider myself like a spiritual person without being religious, right? So it's times we've been places and and I'll tell CJ, hey man, I just ain't feeling this spot. Right. And we'll leave. You kind of people, yeah. And we'll leave. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you want to be around the friends going to be like, hey, man, let's ride. Instead yeah. of saying, well, I don't yeah. know, man. It look all right in here. Once you scan a room, you should know what time it is. And I, I feel like when you scan your friends, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to look for, you should you should never look for you out of somebody. But yeah, it's hard to find right. that, man. But you could, I think when you have good friends, bro, your friends should know when you're down. I, like, it's like pretty much like you were saying, man, your circle is everything, bro. My dad yeah. used to tell me if you got five good friends, you're good. Any more than that, you got too many. Quality yeah. over quantity, man. That's the that's one of the things Honestly, I live by. Yeah, the more people you have, the more baggage it comes with. Yeah. And, you know, your friends like to sometimes put you in their shit just because you're their friend or they trust you or whatever. Some Not all times you want to be caught up in that. So, you know, like you said, just have – once you get you a good group of people that you trust, love, I mean, that's really all you need. That's because... all you need. You don't need. It's like, man, we go on trips and we we make it happen. Like we don't. Yeah. We ain't. It's not like. It's like, and sometimes you. Sometimes we may like, damn, man, we gotta. We need to find some sponsors, but we'll make it happen. And at the end of the trip, we'll be like, man, we made it happen. It's like a sense of um. You have to encourage yourself when you're building something, you know. But it's cool when you're building something with people that believe in building something and standing by it and just going through the ups and downs because 
most of the time people will try something out for six months and be like, well, ain't working. Let's move on. Right. Right. Yeah, stick with it. It's what I've learned in life in general. It's hard sometimes. It's easy to start something, but it's hard to continue through the ups and downs, right? Sure. Obviously, when things are going good, right, great. But when things hit that wall sometimes or hit rock bottom, it can be so hard, so easy to quit. Yeah. But if you continue to push through, man, you'll never, you never know what, you know what I'm saying? If right. you keep going. So just because numbers like music numbers or podcast numbers, whatever may be down now, it doesn't mean like in a year, two years, whatever, you won't have, you won't be on YouTube or HBO or Netflix if you're on, you never know how, what happens. You just can't give yeah. up. I just, I'm a firm believer in doing something you love, regardless of the yeah. outcome. If you believe in it, man, you shouldn't be, if you really love it, you know, I think we mentioned it earlier, you shouldn't really care about the number of viewers, you know, you're just doing it because you like doing it, and if other people like it, then that's good. You know, because somebody... You, you're inspiring people, though. How many people is it in the world now? Almost 9 billion? Something like that. So yeah. if it's almost 9 billion people in the world, you know, to really think about it, bro. I've done my part. People. And you, we I've, can't just... We have to think outside of the United States, man, because I feel like on these podcasts, we need translators, you know, because yeah. somebody in another country is going through something. Just imagine, just imagine, um, just imagine the guy Norris, the Olympian. Yeah. You know, awesome. for this guy to go through all these years of training and he was like, it's only for seconds, for seconds, bro. Right. And he missed the Olympic trials. This guy that we uh, interviewed on my, on my deck in Seattle for a different one. He missed the trials by like a half an inch or something like that on the long jump. And he had worked like six years just for that spot, man. He said he he said he went through like a lot of depression and he said he couldn't even look at himself in the mirror for a long time after that. And oh, dude, it's I, crazy. I, I work in the swimming world. I know all about, you know, times kids that want to do Olympic trials. They train so hard and they're like three tenths of a set national cut or whatever, dude. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's no joke because you put a lot of time and effort in it, right? Yeah, so you just gotta but, prepare yourself. And you super, you super respect those people when you when they telling you about what they went through. And he's one of the most positive people we've ever been around. Like, yeah, for him to go through all that, and I feel like when you face that man, because we all have things we go through, things we got to get better about each other. You know, you got to better yourself too. You know, but I think. I think when you can look in the mirror and say, hey, man, it is what it is. I'm, I'm on it today. Let's go. I'm not looking back. Every day that propels you further than where you were the day before. But most people are like, it's like if you have a bad day at your job, man, when you get home, leave that leave that shit at work, bro. You know? Yeah. Leave it at work. I agree. You got to, man. And That's I think a- it's cool what y'all doing. See, I'm, I'm only audio, like I told CJ. Um, the name of the podcast is Radio Faces because I got a face – for the radio, you know what I mean. Nah, but you guys got the video. I didn't thing even know going. that. I didn't even notice that was why. That's funny. Hey man, we need to put you on the network. Let you get a radio show with months. Yeah, yeah man. man. Look, man. Look, I. You know, I said I was gonna do a podcast like pre twenty twenty, right? But I didn't feel like it was time. Okay. And I BSed around. What, what do you think changed? Well, I moved. Number one. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like I had more space. My old house, I didn't have a lot of space, but 
this house it got like six bedrooms. I was like, you know, I can make one hey. into like, no, it's no mansion. Don't get it twisted. Uh, house party. <laughs> I'm not living big. I'm not, li- <laughs> I'm not living big like you guys, but hey, no, well, listen, Mike, man. Everyone, everyone we've ever met the Cordero's house tomorrow for the Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, good. I'm not doing anything for it, but um, but no, um, I just felt like I wasn't ready yet. I didn't yeah. have the time to put towards it because honestly doing a podcast, just like doing music to a, again, a smaller extent, like it takes a lot of time. If you want to be good, you know, buying equipment, yeah. having topics to talk about. I wasn't, but now I'm in a better place mentally. That's good, man. I'm ready, but I would love to do maybe one day a crossover episode radio faces actually get put on TV or (laughs) visual. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I was now I'm supposed to ask this question about um, squirrels, too. Is that right? Oh, you're not supposed to. You're just curious. I'm curious. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hey man, you know I'm what? I'm curious. I'm gonna make some hoodies. I'm gonna make some hoodies and put squirrels too on the car. Hey, you know what our idea for the t-shirt me and Chris was, Will? What? We were gonna put uh, a squirrel in a crock pot with some headphones on and a Hey, that's hard. Like squirrel stew, but like the stew. <laughs> hey, listen. With my, you holding the pot. My buddy from back home in Louisiana, he lives so far in the woods. In his backyard, it's the tree line, it's the Kasachi National Forest, right? So we used to be watching LSU games, Saints games, Miami Heat basketball games. And he'll be like, man, I got some chicken and sausage. He's like, I want to do some shrimp. And he was like, man, I'm going to go outside. We go outside in the back of his yard and we go tag a few squirrels. My boy would skin them, season them up, put them in the pot. And I tried the squirrel gumbo and it blew my mind, bro. True story. <laughs> I got to be honest. I don't think I've ever... Um... Definitely haven't had squirrels. Where you from, man? I'm from here, but where you from, from Atlanta? Atlanta. Man, you you can't tell me you ain't had no 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 uh no 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 outside food. I know you done had some deer (laughs) or something, Vincent or something. Yeah, but not squirrel. That's the first time I've heard of squirrel. See, this is new. I've never I even know like squirrels was like eatable. Yeah, instead but of guard sh- dogs, he has alligators outside <laughs> too. No, nah, look, I ain't that country, but that is around <laughs> me, bro. Like, and that's the beauty of where I'm from, I feel like, man. Like they call it the sportsman's paradise. And when I moved to Florida, I realized how a lot of people hunting stuff in Florida. But back home, I have friends that fish, they fish seasonal and make two hundred grand. I have friends that family own crawfish ponds, they're millionaires. So the shit that when you move to Florida, people are doing this a lot of industry and transportation. Back home, people still live off the land a lot still, and they own these ponds, bro. And, you know, they get crawfish across the world through these ponds. So it's those people, their backyard is swamps, bro, and that's like the best thing for the crop. So that is around me, man. And it amazes me when I moved here because I was like, damn, I grew up around the right thing because if I was ever in the woods, I know how to kill and eat, you know? Yeah, that's what right. I'd be telling I, CJ. If I yeah, gotta I, make some squirrels stew and we in the woods, I can make that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd make it. You definitely survive longer outside than me. Hey, I'll tear that squirrel up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I go to New Orleans every now and then, 
and I do know how big crawfish is down there. Like living in Atlanta, it's like you can get crawfish from like Walmart or whatever. Yeah. But in New Orleans, like it, like when you walk into a store, it's like get this big crawfish uh, crawfish <laughs> pot. You got pounds and pounds. Like it's serious over there about the crawfish, bro. They have crawfish parties. Like the person whose house I stayed over. Like yeah. They had a big old crawfish party. It was just like crawfish boy. They had the newspaper yeah. on the table. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's Whoa. the same thing West Side Boogie family does. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about this with West Side Boogie too. That was funny. I was like, See, hey bro, no. I'm telling you, the cool <laughs> thing is when you when you're from when you're from Louisiana, you can go to New Orleans and it's like so much culture. You can go where I'm from in Alexandria and we get all that because it's in the middle of Louisiana, you know? Yeah. And it's like when I was in Seattle, I was like, I told CJ, I was like, bro, this is, t- I felt like I was in Russia or Germany, bro. I was driving up hills with mountains and shit. I was like, man, it's water, volcanoes looking out here, man. What's going on out here, man? Right. It's like I'm in a whole nother country, bro. But that's why the podcast, and I, I've been through a lot, man. I, you know, I've had times in music when I wanted to give up and I met people that was like, yo, man, what the hell, bro? Hell no, you know? And they encouraged me. Hell, I met CJ, man. And CJ, um, he liked the music. And I had really just started producing. And he was like, hey, man, I, them beats are different. And I, I, I've i really been producing like four years, bro. And um, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have a good circle around me, bro. And uh, shit, hell, man, I just met you through the phone. I'll make you laugh real quick. When CJ <laughs> told me your name, I said Carteroy. <laughs> oh man, I've heard that a thousand times. Let me tell you, <laughs> man, my name's been butchered since the start since I came out the womb, man. Yeah. I've been called Colorado, Corduroy, Cordy. Like he said, they call you Colorado. What the I've been called hey, Colorado, hard, bro. Colorado. <laughs> man, I've, been, I've been called everything. It's to the point when people say my name and they say it wrong, it like goes over my head. I don't even acknowledge it. I just keep going. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> it it don't bother me. I just keep it real. It I just, you you came closer than most folks have. So <laughs> hey, keep doing what you're doing, man. It's cool to it's cool to have people doing something um besides you know chasing skirts and um just 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 being. I'm not I'm like I said I'm not in the church or anything, but I do take pride in um staying away from the wrong thing, you know. Oh, uh, that was deep. And I, and I feel like uh, just being honest, bro, it's some stuff when you when you when you even you could be doing a podcast and three people are listening. You have to carry yourself like Joe Rogan. You'll be on that level, but you have to think that into existence, you know. So yeah. I feel like you may not where you you may not be where you want to be, but you're imagine a lot of people lose the kid in them, man. As they get older, yeah, I agree. when people when people hit twenty one, they're like, "Oh man, I'm getting older." And people get mad when they see people that's seventy five years old out here dancing on Snapchat and TikTok. Man, those people are living. Yeah, I, I think that's when you live a full life. You do what makes you happy, not what everybody else happy. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, man. I don't care who listens to this. I'm having fun doing what I'm doing. That's get right. a chance to talk to my friend. You'll be surprised, right? you know someone and then you do like a podcast with them and you ask the questions, you find out things you like, man, you know what? I've known you for 10 years and I never knew that, you know? Dang, mm-hmm. now Cordero's sitting over here judging me for my conversations. No, 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 no. I'm just it's not like that, but 
Yeah. I'm just saying in general, like you can know someone so long and still don't know yeah. everything about them because a lot of times with your friends, yeah. you know, it's usually you're talking about sports or How women. You family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really going deep into yeah. topics all the yeah. time. You know, that's so, real. That's real. I think I think the I think I think the beauty of the podcast game, man, is 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 say for instance, it's like for somebody to say, Well, hey man, um where, where it's just like when I just described to you where I grew up at, right? Yeah. You have everybody on this phone. You can be from Atlanta. CJ can be from Atlanta. What if y'all never ran across each other and was on a podcast, right? So that's how I look at life in general out here almost. Like when you're meeting somebody, I feel like you're you're damn near having a podcast, bro. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Because you're meeting these people and you don't know these people and total strangers to tell you their whole life. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Their whole life within like five minutes, you know who they are. Agreed. You know, I mean, it's almost crazy. So the, I think that's what gave the podcast game power because a lot of people won't talk to you unfiltered like this. But if they yeah. have a few drinks, they'll tell you every damn thing. Yeah, and it makes you likable, man. I feel like a lot of times people people end up going into it like, "Hey, man, I actually really like that person," or "I wasn't well, sure about them before, and now that I'm a fan," you know. You were supposed to be there that night. That's the energy yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. You're supposed oh, yeah, to man. be there. There's people you're supposed to run across, bro. Right. Yeah, man. Things happen for a reason. Oh, like, yeah. I I asked this question. I'm going to ask you guys. It might be a recurring question. But one of my buddies, he, I did like a religious podcast. And mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to be religious for this question. Nothing like right. that. But okay. I asked him, do you think that we as people, we are living the path that was written for us or we're creating our own path? Um, I think creating your own path. There's a million different things you could do every day, but I could be wrong. It's hard. It's hard when you think about it. Yeah. Because have, have our paths already been written for them and we're just living them out? Or are we truly creating our own path? I think, I think, I think it's both because I think when you say are you live in the path that was pretty much written for you already, man, that's deep because we all have a time we come and a time we leave, right? But yeah. I feel like some people will know their destiny and won't chase it, and some people will let some people talk them out of it. You know? That's true. So I think, hell yeah, you create your world, but you can have people in your world that you just stay in that world and you never really explore the world. Yeah, right. That's like that's like CJ moving from Atlanta to Seattle. That's a hell of a culture shock. But, 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 but <laughs> Yo, guess what? Bro. But now he's about to do great things because he put himself somewhere that he's not comfortable. Yeah. I think we become great when we're uncomfortable. Right. I think That's so why too. you never allow yourself to get comfortable, even the, at home, bro. The comfort zone is where dreams go to die. That's right. Exactly. When you put your back against the wall, that's when, you know, that's you got to fight, you man. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah. I like one of my strengths is when my back's against the wall because it it pushes me to do something I wouldn't do normally or yep. it, it it brings me out of that shell you know what I mean so doing doing this podcast was something not that my back was against the wall but it pushed me out my shell to like you know to just do it go out and not be worried about what people think you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah and, so, and that's hard bro because it's a lot of people parents that tell them hey well you should go do this and that. And then when those people hit 60 years old, they're talking to their parents and those parents, their parents to say, well, why didn't you do what you wanted to do? 
Right. <laughs> and it's like, well, you told me I couldn't do it. And that's what I was talking about, living the path that somebody else had for you. Yeah. No. Definitely. I feel I hate to say it like this, but I mean to say it like this. It's the, most of the people that go against the grain, bro. They may go through something, but they wind up being successful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They just do. It's like it's it's I think that's how it was designed. I think us as human beings, we're all competitive too, you know. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, we was oh, hunters yeah. and gatherers first, you know. <laughs> right. Sure. Now we're all yeah. civilized. You, you've been hunting and gathering all the squirrels. In the, man, I'm saying, the man, this I will I will be the first person to buy a squirrel stew shirt. Hey, so listen, that sounds like oh, no squirrel. it's squirrel gumbo, bro. Gumbo. Okay. Oh, yeah. He talking yeah. about some squirrel stew. And listen, I promise you, the gumbo is five, bro. Yeah. Yo, look. I'm gonna take has, your word for it. Nobody has gumbo like New Orleans. Like yeah. I, I've had a lot of gumbo. That's the home of it. Hands down, New Orleans number one. But right? I ain't gonna so, lie to you. I got an auntie that'll make a bowl that'll think you was in the NO, man. See, that's the thing. And see, when when you take like you can take somebody out the NO or out where they're from, but you yeah. can't take it out of them. Hell so no. if you want authentic, like that's why if I go for food, I try to go to the most authentic spots. Because yeah. Atlanta, everybody know. Atlanta's full of everybody. Right. Atlanta so, is the home of chicken wings, bro. Everybody got yeah. chicken. I see oh, yeah. chicken wing bones on the floor, air on the ground, everywhere out there. Bro, yeah. I would, dude. I I'm think there's an Instagram, Instagram, Instagram account, and they they randomly just have pictures of all the weird spots they see chicken bones, and it's amazing. I think it's uh, AT, AT aliens. Man, like wings that, but, and wings are high as hell now. Well, you're gonna see in Atlanta, we're gonna buy them regardless of price. You can tell right. you can say matter. you get a you can say a ten piece is thirty dollars and we're still gonna buy them. It may not be all the time, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, thirty dollars, I can get some wings. But hey, you guys know what's crazy? Outside the, uh, on your on your awning above the pool, a squirrel is climbing right over it, right? And now. they and they good size out there. <laughs> good size out there. Oh, they look man. like baby raccoons, man. Man, that squirrel better get on out of there, but he just don't oh, know. Oh, right. He got a red. I'm a water. Red little hey, guy. but listen. I'm going to tell you. Hey, now, I want you to think about this. Next time you go to New Orleans, bro, I want you to try some gator, bro. Gator, oh, all right. Gator's good. I'm gator just saying. Pays. Now, I want you to think about what you're eating. You're eating an alligator that will eat anything. A squirrel <laughs> only eats what squirrels eat nuts, bro. That's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, man. So so what I'm saying is is that squirrel is way healthier than that alligator, man. Yeah. And it's tender as hell. That alligator meat, you gotta soak it in buttermilk overnight, bro, to get the game taste out of it. Yeah. No, I believe you. I need, man. To, ha- I need to have you back on for a second segment. We just right. gotta talk well, about all Chris these Pop. exotic me animals that can be cooked. Yeah, me and Chris <laughs> Pop about to start a podcast called Cooking and Talking Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I told CJ man, once once you cross that threshold, like for me, it's like once you hit thirty, man, man, you start listening to podcasts in the car. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you're listening to. Like man, I, when you're I listen down to working. podcasts. Podcasts to me are, are are the shit, bro. Yeah, man, we just pumping up podcasts right now, and I'm with it. Right. I think just I like, think I think the podcast we did on the ferry could be a new platform, bro. I think yeah, we should start fun. doing live podcasts. 
No, definitely. That shit yeah, was man. cool. Like, it'd be cool if we went to a college and did a podcast, you know? Oh, yeah. Like a seminar type thing. If we went to the University of Washington and did it, you know? Well, I want to do one of that stage on Shepherd's Beach Resort. Yeah. Uh, and because yeah. the thing about it is, bro, is people love to hear new new people that they don't know talk about life, bro. Right. Exactly. Like, again, I, like I, said, all this. <laughs> I said all this, man. People just relate with other people. You never know how many people you relate to or go yeah. through what you go through in life. It's crazy. I mean, nowadays, it's just the same circle. You wake up, eat, go to work, come back. You know what I'm saying? Right. And That's it. Circle. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like when you were 18 or in high school when you did all these other things. It yeah. takes it takes three three to four weeks just to plan to see somebody nowadays. You're like, yo, I'll catch you in like two weeks. Right. And you, we'll and you, know, what's, you know what's super cool? You know what's super cool, bro? Is when you have a group of friends that go to work and then everybody say, hey, we're going to do this at this time. And it's not just like once a year, though. Right. Yeah. You know how people be like, "Hey, we're going on vacation once a year." Like, what the hell? Man? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you got. You got. Well, you never know when it's your time, so you just got. You know, exactly. live every moment. Please, we're losing please too do. many people. We're losing too many people randomly, man. Just yeah. not just celebrities, but people who have friends and relatives, man. Because shit just different nowadays. You just never know. That's why you stack, pray, and stay out the way. That's why it's nothing wrong with going to church, work, and Walmart and to the gym. Yeah. Man, I need I need that on a shirt. <laughs> that's that's just, like, it rhymed, and I agree with it. And like, you got to eat lots of squirrels, too, because it's good for your immune system. Nah, man, <laughs> hey, hey, look, man, seriously, <laughs> really just think about how COVID affected the world. Like, well, it changed e- the world. Every, like, now I notice more people. It seems like people are almost more friendly, bro. Um, yeah. Like, being honest with you, it's almost like people are like, you know what? They saying all this bad stuff about the vaccine now, so we're all in this together. Yeah. It's almost, you get what I'm saying? It's almost like people are like, man, like, and we really are, bro, and it's crazy. The little stuff that separate us, podcasts bring them together. So that's why yeah. I think podcasts are cool, you know? Yeah, man. We're Appreciate all having you in both this together. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Anytime yeah, a good yeah. meeting, you call a Roy. No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado. I know. I know. Um, I want to talk talk a little shit about uh, the Heat and the Saint. You know, I'm in Atlanta, so <laughs> obviously, obviously, I'm diehard. You know, I hate the Saints, and I, I mean, I don't. Hey, like bro, LSU. I know you ain't talking about no damn Falcons. <laughs> but look, my Falcons. Look, 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 look. I know twenty eight. It's been three. a while. I know twenty eight to three. I know back in ninety eight, one of our guys got arrested on prostitute. Look, I know that. I know. Man, you sound like trophy. a cowboy fan, boy. It's been a while. Uh, it's been it. It's, it hasn't been nothing. We haven't won nothing. But, yeah. but I'm, and I'm not gonna say we're gonna win the Super Bowl, but we're gonna yeah. win one before the Saints do. We're gonna hey, 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 Cord- hey Cordero, Saints. at least you know we're loyal, man. Yeah, hey. Exactly. I'm loyal to the soil, but thank, right. let me tell you, the Saints <laughs> disappointed me this year, bro. Well, did they? Just <laughs> for the game this year, bro, let me tell you how depressing it was. First of all, I was like, you know, I'm going to get the cheapest tickets, but I'm going to check Ticketmaster and find some outrageous seats nobody's going to sit in. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody checked us for tickets anyway, so it was fine. So I was right down there when uh, – I think it was um, – 
who was it, Drake London? And it was mm-hmm. also um, Desmond Ritter's first start. Right when we were coming back. Oh, you back, went to that? That's awesome. Yeah, I went to it. And we were on our way to come back and win or at least tie it up. And I sat right there, like 20-yard line, four rolls up, where he fumbled and we lost the game. Oh, my God. That Gosh, so bro. That made me so mad. Boy, that was a good day for me. <laughs> <laughs> I bro, called and talked shit to CJ. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, right. Dude. Calls me as soon as it he, happens. He, he and he wanted to get off the phone quick. <laughs> Look, I travel to away Falcons games every year. That's awesome. And every like Washington, Tampa, you name it. I went like San Francisco. I didn't go to San Francisco. My buddies who I usually go with. Them. Damn, bro, like, you a hell of a fan. You make me want to go to more Heat games. Yeah, dude. Every game that I went to on the road, the Falcons won. Except the two times I went to New Orleans. Oh, you're Kurt. Oh, that's Kurt. a beautiful thing. I went to New Orleans <laughs> the year. So New Orleans was bad the year we went to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So we we didn't go to New Orleans yet. So that was the game the year after the Super Bowl. We bought tickets in like August, and tickets were like forty bucks. Dang. And that that year, New Orleans just so happened to be good. That was the first year they went from being like seven and nine to like. 10 and 6 or whatever. And I went to that game, man, and I had to sit there through halftime and watch them talk all types of shit about 28 to 3. The whole <laughs> halftime show was dedicated to 28 to 3. Wow. And my buddy was about to get fighting with this old white dude who had on, like, the golf cap. <laughs> oh, the Mag- the Magellan Saints shirt. Man, dude. I think that was one of my uncles. Dude, I hope Boat shoes. Dude, nah. it was like terrible. I'll never forget because in Championship Square, or whatever, had to go walk through that crap. And then, then you can't catch an Uber from like the stadium. You have to kind of like walk out. Man, we walked Dang. all the way from the stadium to our Airbnb. That's how mad we were. Dang. Damn, y'all should have went ahead and got a bowl of squirrel gumbo. We should have, man, bro. I was so mad. We was like, let's just walk out. It'll be cheaper. And we just kept works. walking. And look, we stayed in a shotgun well, house. Ended right. Look, we stayed into a, a shotgun type of house where it didn't have, like, centralized heating or air. And this was, hey, those like, houses are awesome, bro. It, it was Christmas Eve, too, when the game was. So we what? had cut on the furnace. Bro, it was so cold. And then hey. we stayed at home watching, like, any given Sunday. Like, we didn't Man. even go anywhere that Sunday night. We left Christmas morning to go back home. Wow. Hey, you know, sometimes you go out of town. Like, now when we go places, bro, we just chill at the Airbnb. Yeah. yeah, Cooking yeah. stuff and shoot oh, we, a podcast. We had tons of fun before the game. That Friday yeah. and Saturday, legendary. Yeah. yeah. Once we lost, man, we was ready to pack it up and go home. Go <laughs> to the house. <laughs> it was going to take my L and get to the house. That's how I felt, man. I, I, but listen, I, if, if any heat slander, it's all right right now because I'm pissed off at Pat Riley at the way they misbudgeted the team. We gave Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry approximately a hundred and uh, what was it? A hundred and six, a hundred and sixty million dollars. Woof! Look, man, I, I hear that, but see, when you're like me and CJ Hawks fans, but Bam Adebayo been hooping his ass off. He has. He's an all-star. But when 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 your last title came from like when we were in St. Louis, yeah, oh, and y'all, y'all got trash. like what 
Y'all got like three of them. Yeah, Man, y'all be all right. Y'all be okay. I don't hear all. I don't hear none of that. Y'all fine. Hey, but you know what's crazy about this, bro? When Bam came in the league, I thought Bam was gonna be a good defensive player and a lob threat. And I seen that dude bring the ball down the court last night, spin left on somebody, switch to his left hand, and extend like, "What's up, bro? Come on!" Like Ja Morant style. And I was like, "Yo, Bam's crucial." Crucial. Bam, Bam ain't bad. I tell you that. But y'all, no, nah, he, he 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 destroyed John Collins. Hey man, hey man, look. And right. you know we locked Trey, <laughs> hey, Trey Young up last year. Y'all did. Y'all, y'all, y'all hurt Trey, man. You hurt him. Look, look, y'all turn everybody. Look, Trey was already turning people against him with yeah. the the whole him and Nate playing vibes. But look, John Collins didn't get traded again. All right, he beat the trade allegation. I, right. I'm glad they didn't send him to <laughs> Miami. Because I well, know I they for that. Man, problem. I love John Collins, man. Why do I we want keep John trying Collins to trade him on the Florida, man? But well, we but appreciate his services. You you know how it would have went. He would have struggled in Atlanta, went to any other team, and just balled out. You know, we take and, our G League players. The Heat, we take Max Struess, turn him into a great player, and he'll go to he'll go to the Washington Wizards and be trash. Yeah, that's how I have. It's the opposite for Atlanta. That's why I tell people Coach Spolster <laughs> is a good coach because we got eight G Leaguers on our team, bro. I know. Them dudes, them dudes wasn't even drafted, man. I know, man. Y'all, but you got to stop going to the flea market if you can go to the store, you know? Well, you wanted to pay. Hey, y'all want to pay Duncan Robinson $18 million a year. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like at a certain point, you got to spend a little bread, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy. We we getting bargain being fines, man. On the clearance right. Oh, man, man, but you got you guys are just turning turning uh finding gold where other people don't see it, man. That's that's cool. That's Pat Riley's doing a great service. Bro, but I'm telling you right now, the Phoenix Suns are gonna be a problem. Yeah. It is. KD I like, I like and Dallas, Booker can man. put up fifty a piece in a I playoff like, game. I like Kyrie and Luca. I do hey, too. Look. Neither one of them play defense. They gonna get ate up by the guards. Be all right. No, nah, they gonna get ate up. Watch out for the Clippers. I hate to say it, but the Clippers. I do. I up. know, bro, because they got <laughs> who they got. Bones Jones. They probably about to get on. They deep, bro. They about to get Westbrook. They I healthy. Thought he was, I thought he signed with the Bulls. No, I don't think he signed. With, I don't think he's been bought out yet. But. He's supposed to go to Miami, man. He might no no keep him out of Miami. Uh, if he come to Miami, we gonna run the D Wade look, offense for him. Get in there as close as you can to the goal. Bam, get the damn rebound. Look, I'm ready for Miami to be bad for a couple of years, like the Saints. How <laughs> the hey, NFC man, now, listen, South. I'm, I'm finna have to get off this podcast. <laughs> look, now, now look, I, I want the Saints investigated. They be negative two hundred million dollars, but they be signing these superstars still. I don't know what they doing over there. <laughs> like. How do y'all be trading for all these folks? Talking about they gonna get Aaron Rodgers and all. Mickey, hey, we that's who we need, and Mickey Loomis is gonna make it happen. How y'all have negative two hundred million, but y'all make it work. And I give thanks to credit. I don't like to give them a lot of credit, but they always do. But bro, they find a way. What happened? They to find our a way quarterback situation. Like, like how do like my thing is this, bro? Why wouldn't you? The Saints have a hell of a like receiving core, running back. You know we good, right? How do you how do you play play Taysom Hill? I don't know the other dude's name and Jameis Winston, right? When you could have went out and said, like right now, if I was them, bro, 
I don't know if Matthew Stafford is still quarterbacking over there in the Rams. I don't know who he quarterbacking for. But they need a gunslinger because we got the dude to do it. But they don't want to spend no money, bro. The Saints are just like the Heat, bro. When it's time for your ass to re-up, are you going to sign for this or we're going to have to trade you? I don't know, but they need to be investigated because every single year they have no money. Worst caps situation, but they sign four stars. Salary cap wizards, man. Every time. I'm like, how? Yeah, I hate see, I think, I think, I think this upcoming year, if we can get like an Aaron Rodgers, we good to go. No, you no, think you're gonna get no, Aaron no. Rodgers. If we get David Carr, we good to go. You mean <laughs> Derek Carr? Yeah, Derek Carr, whoever the hell he is. <laughs> you're Look, gonna need Dave. Hey. You're gonna need David Blaine to pull off that magic. <laughs> well, y'all gonna need more than David Blaine in Atlanta. <laughs> hey, look, Atlanta, we got cap space. We, we got we, chicken wings. We don't need anything else. Y'all got plenty plate. Y'all got plenty salary cap and seats in the stadium that need to be filled. <laughs> and we gonna put five yeah, lemon look. pepper, five lemon pepper wings in each seat. Look, Arthur Blank's kind of old, and he's ready to see us win. So, well, shit, I hope, it I out, hope y'all got a couple lifelines. <laughs> hey, yo, who is this on the TV, Will? I have no idea. Miguel had some bad women on that TV, man. <laughs> right. What? The... He said <laughs> it was vacation TV. I said, I like this channel. Yeah, I'm trying to take a Best trip. Best channel I've seen all week. <laughs> well, look, fellas, I appreciate it. I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I really do. It means a lot for y'all to take yeah. the time out y'all busy day. I know y'all in the studio. Anytime, y'all get it done down there. Yeah, hey, thank you. You know, well, hey, was... Cordero, you know who doesn't wrap it up? Who? Nick oh, Cannon. Well. <laughs> you, you too, apparently. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they call I, me the I'm... unwrapper. I'm starting yeah. a new career. <laughs> I mean, and, and look, I give it to you. At least, you know, your, your, your child's, like, you, you got good, attractive-looking people around you all the time, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> About you, <laughs> thank you, man. Y'all just track women that are very attractive and uh, good for you, this man. This Cordero's like, geez, good for you, man. You have it all. Good for you, <laughs> man. I got one of those radio faces. <laughs> man, get out of here, bro. But <laughs> hey, man, great segue. <laughs> it was. I appreciate it. Um, real quick, y'all want to. Say anything, say your ad so people can follow you, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Willie, you go first. Uh Instagram underscore Bosky. B-E-A-U-S-K-I. Twitter underscore Bosky. Uh big shout out to Cordero, man. We appreciate the opportunity. Positive podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Positive podcast coming soon. I'm C dot J dot Green. Music on all platforms, guys. I appreciate you listening. If you made it this far. And my, my Instagram is the main thing I use. It's at CJ Green, though. CJ Green, T-H-O. And I hope y'all have peace, love, and prosperity for your Super Bowl weekend. That's right. I don't care who wins as long as, you know, the Falcons win before I die. That's all I care As long about. as the Falcons beat the Saints <laughs> next game, we'll be exactly. fine. Exactly. Yeah. That's right, New Orleans. We're coming for y'all. Miami, <laughs> yeah. we're coming for y'all. LSU, we already took care of y'all. So, yeah. Oh. Hey, look, all I can tell you is next year, y'all going to be in some trouble. You know it, too. 
That's what yeah. they. That's what we they got said a very last young year. team, bro. Hey, I'm hey, really excited to watch Colorado too, man. Hey, Cordell, make sure years. you make sure you drink some Coors Light for me when you watch the Super Bowl. I will, bro. You in a Thank Coors you. Light commercial? Man, soon. Hopefully. Okay. Okay, I ain't trying it. to jinx nothing. To yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to jinx nothing or or or, or anything like that. Oh, CJ, Taste you got a new Rockies. song out, right? Man, uh, yeah, out? yeah, I've been dropping songs uh, every Friday. I took a break this last week, but I, I have like five out that just came out in the last uh, month and a half. Check it out. Just trying to plug you real quick, bro. Thanks, man. Check out Boski's music too, man. Everyone. Hell yeah, I appreciate You can support, be man. yourself. Hey. You can be dope. yourself now, girl. Cordero, you got to come to Florida, man. You're welcome anytime, my brother. I come to Florida all the time, so I'll be down there. Yes, sir. So, Hit me up, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. Have a great day. All right, fellas. Be blessed. Later on, brother. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Music or Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at RadioFaces1898.